Welcome to HCS Talks. I am your host, Superintendent of Hampton City Schools, Raymond Haynes. This is our Hampton City Schools podcast. It is designed to educate, inform, and hopefully entertain our community and beyond. We talk about a lot of different topics related to education, students, teachers, support staff, parents, programs and initiatives, community partnerships, and more. Some of it is just informative no matter who you are. So we hope you stay tuned and keep listening to HCS Talks. Today, I have stopped by Phoebus High School, where the purpose is greatness every day in every way. I have the privilege of talking with Mr. Jeremy Blunt, a Phoebus teacher and the head coach of the Phoebus Phantom football team. So welcome, Coach Blunt, to HCS Talks. We appreciate you taking time from your busy day to sit down with us a bit. Before we dive into your championship team, tell us or tell the listening audience a little bit about yourself. All right. uh, First of all, Dr. Haynes, it's a pleasure. I'm looking forward to this, uh, this entire conversation. Proud husband, married 19 years, uh, three children, married to Stacy Blunt, uh, three kids, uh, Joel Blunt, Aiden Blunt, and Gabrielle Blunt. Um, you know, we do what we do, and, and family is first and foremost, you know, in our lives. So, you know, definitely a proud family man, and, and happy that I can share that with everyone else. So your three kids, Joey... Joel. Joel, I'm sorry. Aiden and Gabrielle. Are they Hampton City Schools students? They are. They're products of Hampton City Schools. Um, My oldest son, Joel, he's a a freshman at Virginia Commonwealth University. Um, He is a product of Phoebus High School as well, and he came through our ACE program. He came through our ACE program, and, you know, thankfully for that. uh, As a freshman, he's actually listed as a junior in college, so that's, that's, that's pretty exciting considering and then my son, Aiden Blunt, is a freshman here this year participating in the ACE program. And my daughter, Gabrielle Blunt, is a seventh grader at Eaton Middle School. So Joel was in the Academy of the College Experience. He received his associate's degree from Virginia Peninsula Community College and is now at VCU. Although it's his first year, he's pretty much classified as a junior. Yes, so he is. the benefits of being in that ACE program have proven to uh, serve not just him, but you and your wife. Well, oh, absolutely, in terms of money um, in your pocket. <laughs> our, our, our our pockets absolutely appreciate that. <laughs> yes, sir. So, what is Joel majoring in? So he is a pre pharmacy major. Um, he plans to graduate with his doctor in pharmacy and become a pharmacist. So, even in the Ace Academy, did he? Always have an interest in pharmacy, or when he, did that start? He did. A good friend of ours, she's actually, um, she works for Sentara. Um, she is one of the, she's right under the director of uh, pharmacy at Sentara. So he was able to go over there during uh, his senior year here at Phoebus and participate and, and do some volunteer work. So he actually found his love for it then. So he had some practical experience in working at Sentara prior to entering VCU. Yes, so he did. Continue with that passion. That is outstanding. And uh, Aiden is here in the ninth grade. He is. He started in the Ace Academy, and Gabrielle will one day be a phantom. Oh, she will. All she right. wouldn't see it any or have it any other way. So you mentioned your family and your wife as well, but... Are you a Hampton City Schools graduate as well? So I am. Um, I'll state the obvious. I actually graduated here from Phoebus High School back in 2002. 
I played on the first state championship team, the 2001 state championship team, where um, I was a captain. So I had some great times and great experiences here and met some wonderful people and played under the late, great Bill D and and that staff. And that was a wonderful experience. And we look back and as teammates, you know, and talk about those moments that we received and the tutelage that we received from those men. Remarkable. I remember that year, 2001, because I'm also a proud graduate of Phoebus High School. And during my time here, we always bragged about having the, the very best band in the state, I believe. So that band was very enthusiastic and um, uh, was able to get the crowd going in an effort to support the team. Uh, we did not win a state championship during my time here, so it was very pleasing to see uh, back in 2001 when the Phantoms were victorious winning that state championship. Did not know at that time that you were a student and the captain of one of the captains of the team, but it was a great feeling for Phoebus High School and even greater for the community as well. So we, we look at that community impact and the amount of pride that they have in Phoebus High School. Uh, just talk about your experience and, and, and that feel of sense of pride and, and, and belonging being a part of Phoebus. I'll tell you, um, coming through, one thing I'll say, I, I think our city in general, you know, there's a lot of pride within our city, um, all four high schools, the communities that surround the four high schools. We all are individually based when you look at the communities, you know, feeding into a particular high school. But, you know, we all have pride for the city of Hampton. As a student athlete, you know, we look back and it was also it was always cool to say that state championships in this state had to come through our little city, yes, whether it was sir. Hampton High School. Bethel High School, our Phoebus High School, when we finally won one, our Kikatan's opportunity to be in the state championship or to be in a semi-final semi, um, championship round, you know, it, it was always cool to know that our, our little city, you know, controlled the state in some sense. Hampton was well represented and continues to be so. Um, did you play any other sports while you were here as a student? I did. I played basketball for Coach Blizzard. Um, that was fun and exciting. Uh his son was uh, was a big-time player over at Hampton High School, so he and I became really close during that time. Um, you know, so Coach Blizzard, just thinking back on, on those experiences, you know, I had two great coaches that were great mentors and great leaders of young men. And, they, you know, I, both of them left something behind with me and, and, and contributed towards, you know, my future success, no doubt about it. And it's evident that you're paying it forward based on your experience as a student and 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 being a part of the athletics and, and your role here as a coach. But you not only coach here, what other positions do you hold here at Phoebus High School? Well, I'm also a teacher. Um, I teach English inclusion with uh, Miss Margaret D. Um, you know, she she's the widow of the late, great Bill D. You yes, know, sir. So she was a teacher when I was here. So, you know, we're really close, and I appreciate that relationship, you know, that we've been able to forge during this time and the partnership you know, so I, I enjoy it. You know, gives me something to look forward to. It's like things have come full circle. You you, you played here as a student with Coach Bill D, and now you're working collaboratively as a teacher with Mrs. D. So I know that um, the impact that you all are making on young people is is indeed an incredible one. So talk a little bit more about your football background. I know you were a student, played here as a student. What were the next steps for you after that? Um, I left here. Um, I took a full scholarship um, and, and, and joined the program over at St. Augustine's College down in Raleigh, North Carolina. 
Um, coach Costa was my head coach and, you know, he's a product of our area as well. He lives in Hampton. He used to coach at, at Hampton university before he took over as head coach at St. Augustine's college. Um, met some great people. Um, Andre Waters was my defensive coordinator and he played in the national football league for some years. Um, he had a name because he was a, he was a hard hitting guy. And, you know, I, I was very fortunate to say that I, I played his position. So I learned a lot about the game from that man. Um, Left there and, and moved to Christopher Newport, um, played there for a semester. And then my wife, now, my wife now, you know, we ended up uh, having our youngest. And so I decided that I needed to focus more on college and focus more on my future plans. So attended Hampton University. Uh, when I was there, I tore my knee up, ACL. So any aspirations to get back on that football field ended there. But it did prompt a, a new career for me, which... I volunteered as a as a youth league rec league coach, and and I had some fun doing that. So I, that's what prompted my actual coaching career during that injury. And I understand you also started coaching at Phoebus in an assistant role, and then eventually JV. So talk a little bit more about that. So after my time with the Kappa Cardinals Youth League, I'm proud of. my fraternity does a wonderful job in the community, and that's one of the things that they do is. Um, during our through our God Right program is the the Kappa Cardinals Youth Organization. Um, I left there, moved on in 2009, and came here to Phoebus and had some great experiences. You know, um, I had an opportunity to work with Coach D prior to time just didn't allow it, but Stan Sexton took over during that 2009 season, and you know, so I joined his staff and right. kind of worked the ranks from there. You know, JV defensive coordinator. Next, the following year became the head JV coach, and then the year after that became an assistant uh, coach uh, to the defense on the varsity level, and then became a defensive coordinator. So I literally worked the ranks here at Phoebus. So I learned a lot during my time, you know, before coming officially the head coach. Outstanding. So like you mentioned, just coming up through the ranks and having that experience at various levels. So when you became the head coach, you understood what the responsibilities were or are for your entire coaching staff. So I know that 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 helps you in terms of helping them to be better leaders in their craft as well. Um, so how long have you been coaching at Phoebus? So I've been here since 2009. Um, wow. Putting it all into perspective now, just just considering the time, I it's it's crazy to think that I've I've actually spent more than 10 years here, you know, because yes, at sir. one point I, I was like, I didn't think I would spend 10 years. I thought life might take me somewhere else. So it's been a cool ride and a great experience. Well, we certainly appreciate your not just choosing Hampton City Schools, but choosing to stay as well. So the past two championship seasons here at Phoebus, um, talk a little bit about the class. I know your state champions the past two years, what class was it? And then, why do you feel you had such success? Well, I'll say there's a culture that we have here. Um, there's a culture that we have uh, and, and Hampton City Schools in general. You know, historically, we have done great things. So, you know, we put some things in place. And when I look at the previous two state championships teams, you know, you know, Phoebus, yes, we've won nine state championships. We've been a part of 10 state championship appearances. But when I look at the previous two, you know, one thing that I believe those young men did a great job of, as well as myself and the coaches, was tapping back into some of those old school um, prideful traditions that we used to be a part of. And that, 
you know, I think we kind of got away from for a while, you know, where we tapped into the things that we tapped into was just pride in general and, and believing that coming from this community, this small community, that you can still do some great things. And I think our kids embodied all of that, you know, and it did start with the classroom. Because if you don't get it right in the classroom, you don't have that opportunity on the field to experience those things. So, you know, the classroom took care of itself and it allowed these guys to buy into a greater goal. And they did a great job achieving it. That's outstanding. So it is, was it class, what? Um, division three. Division three. Yes. Class A. Class A, Division three state champions back to back. And this year we are division what? Division four. Division four. For the listening audience, we moved to Division Four as a result of what? Well, our student population has drastically increased. Uh, once upon a time, we were a Division Five school, mm-hmm. so our our previous uh, seven championships were all won in Division Five. Yes, and then we moved back down to we moved down to Division Four with the first realignment, um, and then we became Division Three team due to student population, right. and that population has increased throughout the years. So now we're back to four. And I'm sure there's some record books or record keeping somewhere to see if, in fact, we hold any records in terms of being state champions at multiple levels uh, in terms of division. So something that we certainly want to look into. So what are your expectations for this season? And you mentioned the importance of the student-athletes and the things we have set up for young people academically. But what are your expectations for this season? Well, I bring back a, a an experienced group. We are young in some aspects, but there's a lot of experience when you look at kids that have been a part of this this process for the previous during the previous two years. So, you know, we expect those guys to continue to, you know, carry on the tradition that we established two years ago within the division three ranks. Um, having the opportunity to move to division four and be a three level, three classification champion. Is something that, you know, we put in front of them, and that is a great goal for us, and we don't hide away from, you know, speaking those goals. So we do expect we expect to be in that mix when it's all said and done. Do you know right offhand if Phoebus would be the first if, in fact, they accomplished something like that to win the state championship in three different divisions? I do believe, um, and this is something that one of my coaches, he's been around for 30 years that he did, t- he tasked himself with, you know, I, but we do believe that we might be the first. Okay. Well, that's a goal to look forward to as well. Um, one of the things I always, always focused on during my tenure as a high school principal was not just from the aspect of when they're playing athletics, but how are we preparing young people for life after high school? So I focused heavily on the student aspect of being a student athlete and wanted to make certain the coaches did as well and just from my knowing you so I don't want to take for granted that the listening audience knows you as well as I do what types of things are you doing to prepare uh, these young men for life after Phoebus High School so it, it, it starts with the individual when they join the program you know one thing that we talk about is what are your individual goals where do you see yourself in the next four years five years, do you want to go to college? You know, do you want to be in the workforce? Uh, Military something that you're pursuing. Once we start talking about those goals, you know, those personal goals, we can look at their academic goals and establish those and then athletic goals. So, you know, we really do work on focusing on how to build a complete person. You know, we we want to help them. We, we, We do believe in the mentorship piece and the guidance that comes along with that. 
So, you know, we're going to look at all three aspects. And, and so that that's a fun process getting into it. And then it builds a, a different level of connection with right. the individual kid. And right. it helps the buy-in for the entire program. And I see uh, firsthand how you make certain they continue to have that sense of hope and possibilities beyond high school and how you focus on perhaps you may not be playing at the collegiate level, so you're looking at careers or, or the military or just going into the workforce in general. It is a, a true model for ensuring that we're preparing these young people to be the portrait of a Hampton graduate. So I can't say enough about what you're doing around the work beyond the football field and the connections that you have with them. But it has to be a good feeling for you when you are having coached these young men and then they, they're playing at the collegiate level. So oftentimes when I turn on the television, I'm seeing um, – athletes from the city of Hampton in various capacities. So talk a little bit about that and your experience and how you feel about that when you see your young men going to the next level. I'll tell you what, it's exciting when you get a chance to, you know, um, go in and actually witness one of those guys playing on the next level. You know, um, a few weeks ago, a few of the coaches, we all um, we all got together and, you know, we had a four-way split screen going where we watched three of our, our former players competing for their various teams wow. in one city. And, you know, prior to them playing, you know, we I sent the individual text message to them all. That's traditionally how we stay in contact with them, you know, phone calls, they visit, you know, or we text and, you know, just to keep that connection there and let them know it, it was always bigger than football. You know, we let them know that, hey, look, we're going to be tuning in today. And they immediately responded, all three. And then after the game, you know, we sent the follow-up message. Um, and, you know, we just kind of gave some some words of wisdom on some things that we've seen that they did well. And maybe, you know, you might want to put a little more attention into this area. So it's a humbling, humbling experience, yes. man. And it's certainly something that you look back and appreciate. And I know the feeling that the, that the young people have and staying connected with you as well and recognizing that this relationship extends beyond you're having walked across the stage during your graduating year. And that is something that I think is one of the many strengths of Fields High School, having been a graduate here as well, and the relationships that I established with the teachers and administrators while I was here as a student uh, continue to serve me well in my adult life. So I know that they appreciate what you're doing, and um, sometimes you don't realize how much of an impact you're making, but you certainly are making one. So we appreciate all you do from that aspect as well. I want to talk a little bit about the team's strengths as well as perhaps some challenges that you're facing this year. Well, some strengths that we have is certainly experience. Um, you know, we both sides of the ball, we have seven returning starters. So, you know, a defense that, you know, broke a Virginia High School League state record last year with giving up the fewest points throughout the course of a season. Um and then you look offensively, you know, we bring back seven as well. So starting up front with our offensive linemen, which is great. It's always great when you can have those those needs met, you know, Absolutely. going into the year. I, I would say, you know, experience is something that we lean on as a strength, but a challenge is going to be leadership this year. Right. You know, we're every year you're dealing with new leaders. There, mm -hmm. there are new guys that have to emerge, um, take on new roles, new responsibilities. So, you know, we're still trying to continue to build that leadership role. And then during the process of building those leaders up, you know, you have to find your team's identity. 
Right. Every team has to have and own their own identity separate from the previous team and any team that's played here before because you have person, new personalities that are in the midst. So, you know, that, that would be one of the things that I know we have to continue to focus on. And I won't say it's a weakness, but it is a focus for us. Great points. I would also think that um, having won championships back-to-back, if many of those student athletes were a part of that, not taking things for granted as oh, well. Oh, complacency can yes. set in. That's yes. a great point. Yes. So. What do you think or what do you feel is your greatest award as a coach? It's a twofold thing. Um, I can't just say coach. I want to also say teacher and parent. The first thing I'm going to say as a coach, one of my greatest rewards is when you put time and take time with the with, with the young man and his family and you guys put some things in place to help prepare this young person for life. And you can see those goals. You can see this individual accomplish those goals. And, and you, you see them years after you know, their time with you and, and, and they're a family band and their family men and, you know, they're functioning adults in society. You know, that's a great feeling. You enjoy that. You know, right. uh, 10 years later, you, a, a young man that you coach and he's walking up to you, shaking your hand and he's he has his wife there and his young kids and, you know, telling you about his career. That That's that's fulfilling. I would also say as a teacher and a parent, watching my son walk the walk that stage last oh, year yes. watching him give that 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 senior speech as a president you know the class president and i know, remember <laughs> that that was a great feeling and it was touching and i'm i'm not the most emotional person but i'll tell you you know i it took some some inner strength to kind of hold back some things so you know i felt great and that and that, that was a, a a certainly rewarding moment that i was happy my son and i had a chance to share oh it certainly can be heartwarming and we know our our children pull at our heartstrings. They they get you at the most vulnerable time, and and recognizing uh, the sense of pride that we have with them in terms of their accomplishments is is really uh, second to none. So, what do you like to do when you aren't teaching or coaching? You know, you give as a working professional, and in the coaching realm, you you give so much of your end of, of your personal time. You know, it's nothing for us to work seven days a week. You know, we, right. we break down film and we meet as a coaching staff on Sunday. And then if you play on Saturday, you know, you're you're here at the school, you know, uh, Monday through Saturday. So, you know, seven days a week is what we do. When you get that time that, that you can kind of sit back and reflect and, and relax and clear your mind and then spend it with your family. So for me, my family time is everything. And something that we enjoy doing as a family is traveling. And so I get excited when I can get some personal time with my family. We can we can go and see the world. Yes, sir. So what are some of the most exciting places you've been in terms of traveling with your family? Uh, we, we, we took a visit to Turks and Caicos um, a few years ago, and that, that was really exciting. It was a great experience for everyone. Nice. You know, I'd never been before. And uh, Grace Beach is, is, was rated number one beach in the world. Wow. So we were, we were excited to go and see the beauties of, of that beach. And, you know, having that time with my family, we enjoy reflecting on that. Those memories are something that will be a lifelong for your family. And then especially with your children, they'll remember that in those moments and just that quality time with you as well, which we know is critical and important. That's right. Anything else you'd like to share with the listening audience before we uh, close out? Well, I'll say this. Um, you take a lot of pride being a product of your community, of, of your school and and the school division and being being able to be back here working and giving back like those that have come before me have done important to me personally. 
you know, I appreciate the opportunities. You know, there's a reason why, you know, I am still here. There's a, I still have more work to do, and I believe in that, you know, and the legacy that we're all working and striving to leave behind. You know, I'll say that this, the opportunities that have been presented here gives me a platform to express that. So, you know, I'm just excited to continue to give back and be a part of this process, you know, and, and, and help young people out. And they also in turn help us out as well. I can certainly relate to that. And I certainly appreciate your time today and for joining us on this podcast. And I appreciate all you do to make a positive impact on our young people on and off the field. And to our listeners, remember, education is the most powerful weapon you can use to change the world. As one community, one transformation, we will ensure academic excellence for every child, every day, whatever it takes. Looking forward to next time. Listen to learn more about Hampton City Schools. New episodes of HCS Talks drop on Thursdays. Subscribe and listen to HCS Talks. HCS Talks is a Hampton City Schools production.